great to be with you here in Whangarei, and I believe you had an exciting weekend um, last weekend, and I, I believe the church was absolutely packed, and so we're going to go home depressed, have to face Tark and, and say, well, Tark, you got more people to the meeting than we did, but you know, we can handle that, it's just kind of like deep rejection, but never mind, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, some are probably a lot of you stayed up and watched the Joseph Parker fight. Is that right? <laughs> what a yeah, I'm not going to go there anyway. <laughs> All right, good, very good. We're thrilled to be here and um, so glad at what God is doing among you. And uh, we've had a great year. God's been doing some incredible things uh, around the place. Uh, wonderful healings, wonderful miracles. And um, so this morning's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, we, we didn't feel, in praying about this meeting, didn't feel to bring a sermon, but really more um, just bring some prophetic encouragement. And also, we, we really felt like the Lord wanted to heal people this morning. And uh, just, we're really believing for the release of healings and miracles uh, today. Tonight, we're going to um, share, I got a prophetic message, a sermon, but I believe it's a prophetic word for 2017. Greta's got some stuff on her heart. Uh, about 2017. So please, you know, if you can all at all make it, please come tonight. I'm, I'm sure you'll be very encouraged uh, concerning being positioned well for 2017. Hey, just before we get into some stuff, uh, we brought some coffee copies of our latest book, Afterlife, that was just released in July here. And Greta's written a couple of chapters. Um, and it's uh, subtitled Life Beyond Death for the Departed and New Life for the Grieving. So it's really our journey. Um, a number of years ago, many of you know, we lost our spouses, the both of us. And it's really that journey, how God brought us through um, and healed our hearts, healed us from the grief, uh, gave us some wonderful visions of heaven, some of which are in the book, and miraculously brought us together because we didn't know each other. Um, so that's uh, quite a, an encouraging story. But the rest of the book is about what actually happens to the person that dies. So where do they go? Um, what happens when you die? Um, there's a chapter on that. What, what is heaven like? There's a whole chapter on what heaven is like. Uh, glean from the scriptures, glean from visions that we and other people have had. And, um, and also um, in that chapter, we talk about what happens to babies that die or who are aborted? What happens to little kids that die young? Where do they go? What happens to them? So there's some answers there. Um, then we talk about, well, what about your body? Like, you know, your spirit might go somewhere, but what about your body? So we talk about the resurrection. And uh, there's a whole chapter on what your resurrection body is going to be like. You think you look good now? Wait till then. Wait till then. There's hope for you, Don. And uh, <laughs> there's, there's hope for Don. Look, I mean, you, you wait till he gets his resurrection body. He is going to be amazing. I mean, it's just, yeah, we can't wait for that, actually. And, uh, and uh, so there's a chapter on that. And then what about Judgment Day? Judgment Day. See, everyone, oh, you know, everybody's going to face Judgment Day, Christian and non-Christian. But listen, for the Christian... Judgment Day is going to be way different to the non-Christian. It's meant to be a celebration. So we've got a chapter on Judgment Day for believers and then another chapter on Judgment Day for those who don't believe. And then we talk about the new earth and heaven that God's going to create um, at the end of time and what we'll be doing in it and what conditions will be like. And uh, so there's just a whole lot of encouragement there. And, um, and I know one pastor's wife said, look, it's so inspired her to live with purpose. 
So, you know, if you want to live with purpose, you're just curious about the afterlife, get a hold of that. If you know somebody that's lost a loved one, this book will really, really encourage them. In fact, I'd love to give this copy away. Is there anyone here that you might have lost your husband or wife this year? Anyone like that? You've lost your spouse this year? Just give me a wave. No one? Okay, anyone you've lost somebody close to you this year? Might have been a parent or a child or um, you have? Would you like this? Okay, you want to come and get it? And uh, I'm so sorry, yeah, there you go. And uh, they're available in the foyer. And uh, honey, can you pass that on? Thank you. That's great. May you be encouraged and blessed. All right. Okay. Um, We were seeking the Lord the other day, just asking, Lord, is there just a a word of encouragement for you as a church for the coming year? And this is just a short word that I want to share with you um, that I felt the Lord gave me for you. And I'll email it through to you, Don, so that you can have it word for word. Um, and really, the word starts, raise your expectations for the coming year. Individually and corporately, raise your expectations for the coming year. Be aware of being on cruise control or settling into present patterns. You know, when you get in the car, you flick it on cruise control, and you, it just does the driving for you, except you just, all you've got to do is steer it. Is that right? And it's so easy to tune out. And, uh, and you know, uh, but I, I believe the Lord's saying, just be aware of being on cruise control. As you enter 2017, don't just cruise into it like at the same speed and pattern as 2016, because I think God wants to do some different things. Expect more from God, and you will see it. And there's a scripture that I felt strongly for you as a church, Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I really feel that scripture is strong for you for the coming year. He's able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or think. And I love that. So I believe the Lord is saying to you, ask big this coming year. Ask big. You know, God will answer little prayers because he really loves every little detail of our lives. There's no prayer too small for God to ignore. You know, it's like just even little things he loves. But I believe he's also challenging us, come on, ask big. Ask big. What is it? Do you need the salvation of loved ones? Do you need healings and miracles? I'm not guaranteeing it's all going to happen next year, but I believe as we ask, there'll be a reaping. Imagine more than you can see now. Yes, Don. In my cell phone, I've got a file. And in that file, I have a list of things that I've been praying for praying for regularly for the last three or so years. And at the top of that list, the only scripture that I've been praying every week for the last three years is Ephesians 3.20. God is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or even imagine. Amen. Well, there you go. That's a word for you guys. So, um, yeah, imagine more than you can see now. Just start imagining what would some breakthrough answers look like in your family, in your life, in your finances, in your health. What would that look like? You know, if you can see it, you can have it. Is that right? You know, so much of faith is seeing. Faith sees beyond the horizon of the senses. 
you know, you go to the shore and you look out over the, over the um, coastline and, and over the earth, over the sea, and you know that there's other nations lying out there, though you can't see them. You just know it. You believe it. Faith looks beyond the horizon of the senses. Begin to imagine, you know, what does that breakthrough look like in 2017? What does that answer to prayer look like? Let your faith grow in this coming year. Don't allow your faith to stay at the same level. You know, Abraham, it says, grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced he was able to do what is promised. You know, so often we park at a certain faith level because it's comfortable there. See, faith takes risks. Faith has to steer the fear of disappointment in the face and said, despite you, I'm going to believe God. Because so many of us have been disappointed in the past, so we then learn to play it safe. Well, I'm not going to put myself in that position again of being disappointed again. And, and we allow the enemy just to cause our faith to stay at a certain level. And I feel like the Lord is saying to you, let your faith grow stronger this coming year. Don't let fear of disappointment stop you. And I also feel like the Lord's saying there'll be surprises in 2017. Uh, There'll be wow moments. I really felt that for you. There'll be wow moments uh, for individuals and for you as a church. In this church and also in the nations, I believe God's going to do some stuff out in the nations that'll wow us. And, you know, we need to be ready for that. And I think what God is doing is forewarning you through this prophetic word. He's forewarning you as a church to not casually stroll to the end of this year but rather to run into the new year with your spirit fueled with the fire of faith. And, you know, all of us know that as you get to the end of a year, you know, it's been a busy year, you start feeling a bit tired, you're looking forward to the holiday, and, and, you know, we start to just kind of, the weariness of the year starts to hit you a bit. And I understand that, and I pray that we could all have a great break over Christmas, New Year, but the point of it in the spirit, don't let your spirit flag, don't let your spirit get tired, don't let your soul get weary. You know, you might want to rest your body a bit and all of that stuff. That's great. But hey, don't casually stroll spiritually towards the end of the year, but rather run into that new year with a spirit of faith and uh, let a fire of faith begin to burn. I felt like one of the things that I'd encourage you to do as individuals is meditate on Hebrews chapter 11 over the coming month. Could you do that just now and again? Just turn to Hebrews 11. It's the chapter of the heroes of faith in the Bible. And there's so many wonderful statements about faith in that chapter. You can't help, but by the time you've gone through that chapter two or three times, your faith level's higher. You're inspired to believe God for more. So have a check of Hebrews 11 and, and, and meditate on it in this coming year and live it out. And But wait, there's more, all right? So expect more from God. And then the other thing I felt is expect more of God. And James 4 verse 8 says, If you draw near to God, He will draw near to you. And this is what I felt for you as a church. You can have as little or as much of God's presence and power as you want. As individuals and as a church, you can have as little or as much of God's presence and power as you want. Because that scripture says, if you draw near to him, what's he going to do? He'll draw near to you. If we don't draw near, we're just quite happy the way we are. There'll be a measure of his presence. But I feel like the Lord is offering you more. 
I certainly, greater than me, we certainly want to press in in 2017 for more of Him, more of His presence, more of His power, more of Jesus. You know, he, we sung the song, He's the center of it all. It's, he's the reason for everything. And we just want our affection for Jesus to increase over this coming year. You might be 95. Hallelujah. You know, you might only have a few years left on life, on this planet. Not prophesying anything there, by the way. Just come making a comment. And, uh, uh, but, you know, you want to step over into heaven more in love with Jesus than ever before. Is that right? Every year we want to grow in love for Jesus. And um, I believe the Lord is offering us more of himself in this coming year. But we need to ask for it. We need to hunger for him and his presence. I see you doing some things as a church to go the second mile in seeking him. Just don't repeat the pattern of this year. Go beyond it. At times, go beyond it. I see some special events and special seasons where you intentionally seek Him at a greater level. And as you do, get ready for Him to draw nearer to God. So those are the two areas that I feel and the two scriptures that I feel are important for you in the coming year. You know, expect more from God. Ephesians 3.20, He's able to do abundantly more than we could ever dare to ask or think. And also expect more of God, James 4, 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Honey, you're going to, yep. Greta's going to come and just share um, a couple of prophetic things too. Then we're going to pray into that a little. You know, the very first song that we sang today, um, it, it's, it was pure scripture declaration that that. I can do anything and all things through Christ who gives me strength. Nothing is impossible. And that is speaking to raising the expectations of what God can do um, in us and through us. And so I'm just going to briefly build on what, on what David has shared. And, and also that thing of like running at full speed into the new year, that aspect as well. My attention was drawn to a historic event that has a very that has a current spiritual parallel um, for this for what I, one of the things I feel God is saying for 2017. 2017 is the hundredth anniversary of a, of the famous Battle of Beersheba, and this event shaped the future of world history. There was cooperative fighting together of allies. Victory was set up by the British forces and the New Zealand Mounted Rifles. They launched a fierce and courageous attack. And then victory was concluded by the courageous charge. Notice the word charge. It wasn't a casual stroll. It was a full-on charge of the Light Horsemen, the Australian 4th and 12th Light Horse Brigade. They stormed through the enemy defenses and they seized the strategic town of Beersheba. Whangarei is a strategic town in Northland. The capture of Beersheba enabled the Allied forces to break the enemy line and advance into enemy-held territory. And you're already doing this with this outreach that, that we saw the, 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 um, those wonderful slides for. It turned the tide of war in their favor. And finally, in Beersheba, they had free access 
to 17 of the 19 full-functioning, full-flowing water wells. And the word that has really come so strongly is light, the word light. And I remember a few years ago sharing a vision I had of Whangarei of the light causing the darkness to retreat. And we need to remember the light overcomes the darkness. And there were two scriptures that were especially highlighted. John 12, 36 Put your trust in the light so that you may become sons of light. You and I were once darkness, but when we believed in Jesus, the true light, then God's word says, now you are light in the Lord. And the second scripture is Romans 13, verse 12 and 14. Put on the armor of light. And I just remind you that in prophetic terms, a year um, isn't a literal year. It, it speaks of a season that continues. And for 2017 is the year of the light. Many sons of light will rise up clothed with the armor of light. 2017 is the year of the light horsemen. They are riders of destiny. You are riders of destiny. With armors, with the armor of light, we are fully equipped to advance, to storm and seize enemy territory and release the wells of the Spirit to function and flow fully. And the Lord's saying, be bold, be fearless and very courageous for the Lord your God is with you. And together with the local brigades, the allies in the city go, charge at full gallop and do great exploits for the kingdom of God. That's a great word, and it kind of ties in. You know, let's not stroll casually. We just need to really impart something about that, I feel. I don't want it to just, you know, you take it, we'll email it through, and and, um, you can get copies um, of that and maybe pray over it. But um, why don't we just stand to our feet right now? And, um, you know, that that, um, if you've ever seen the movie The Light Horseman, they kind of leave the Kiwis out, but never mind. Um, it's an ama- They're involved. They were involved. It was a miracle that that town was taken from the Turks. It was an outstanding miracle that enabled the Allies to go on and conquer Jerusalem and set up a mandate uh, that, that the, the, the biblical lands that we love had been ruled by Muslims for centuries, and then it came back under Britain's mandate. And then Israel became a nation in 1948. It was a miraculous thing. And it had repercussions. And I think what we're sensing is there's something God wants to do in 2017 here through you guys. That there'll be a supernatural element to it, but it will have profound and far-reaching repercussions. So I, I don't want you to be casual about this coming year. This might be your grandkids' year to get saved. This might be the time your sons and daughters come back to Christ. I don't know what, but there will be repercussions. And so we just want to pray into that, that God will give us a sense. And I'm just going to, the area that I feel to start is just to break weariness of soul off our hearts and off our lives. And why don't we just close our eyes? And if you've, you know, 
if you sense like there's been a little bit of weariness, a little bit of tiredness in your heart creeping in, a little bit of casualness, why don't you just lift your hands to the Lord right now? Father, all over this room in the name of Jesus, or maybe even you sense you've backed off the Lord a little. You're not pursuing him as much in prayer and the word as before. Just lift your hands to the Lord. Right now, Lord, we take authority. We take authority right now in the name of Jesus over that weariness of soul, over that tiredness. For some, it's been disappointment. You've got to the, nearly to the end of 2016, and you haven't seen the things you really wanted to see. And that disappointment's brought a weariness to your soul. We break the power of that thing in Jesus' name. You know, we set our expectations in a certain time frame. God's timing may be completely different. If that thing that you're believing for is from God, then it will come to pass in Jesus' name. So I break the lies of the enemy right now. I break his lies that it hasn't happened, it won't happen. I break the lies of unbelief and doubt right now in Jesus' name. I break the lie that it's just going to be the same next year as it was this year. We break that lie. We decree 2017 is going to be different in the name of Jesus. Not because of hype, but because of what your spirit is saying. Lord, we break every demonic power that is brought oppression, has brought weariness, brought suppression, depression. We break its power now over every life, over every family in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that a holy fire will be lit in every heart of new energy, new strength. Lord, we'll run and not be weary. We'll walk and not faint in 2017. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, it is all by the power of your Holy Spirit. Be clothed with the spirit of power. That is our armor of light. And if you want to just receive that fresh power, that armor of light, it, it's the Bible speaks about the light of his presence. When the spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. Be clothed with the spirit of power. Would you just lift your hands to the Lord? And in Jesus' name, I release the anointing of the Spirit of power. Receive, be filled afresh with the Spirit of power. Be clothed with the armor of light that you will rise up in the strength of the Lord, in the power of the Lord. You will rise up as sons of light, clothed in the armor of light. And you will go at full gallop into 2017, daring to believe with a fire of faith that with our God nothing is impossible. To ask big, extravagant, impossible prayers of our God. To draw closer to Him like never before. That you will see the great exploits that He has for you. And Lord, I pray that everything that you intend to do through us, your people, that you will do by the power of your Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just keep your hands lifted up. You know, one of the things about hunger is, you know, in in the natural, the more you eat, the fuller you get. In the spiritual, the more you taste of God, the more you hunger for him. And I feel like the Lord is wanting to increase our hunger levels. And I, I've been praying, Lord, just don't let, me, don't let me settle for what I've got. Lord, make me hungrier for you. Increase my appetite for God. How many need an increase of appetite for him? 
Come on, I think all of us need to, come on, just as your hands are lifted up. Lord, I pray by the power of your Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you just touch every life right now? Would you in this coming year increase our appetite for Jesus? Increase our hunger and thirst for his presence. Increase the anointing on our lives to press in, to wait on you, to love you, to sit at your feet, Lord Jesus. All over this room, I pray a fire of fresh devotion to come upon every life in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't you just quickly pray for the person next to you? If you feel uncomfortable doing that, you don't have to. Just quickly pray. Pray an increase of the fire of God's hunger and thirst upon their lives. Let's just take a minute or two to do that. Just bless someone next to you. You don't have to. If you're visiting, that's okay. Just pray for yourself. But otherwise, just pray for the person next to you. Get them to pray for you. Amen. Why don't you take your seats again? Hey, um, we've just seen some wonderful, um, wonderful works of God this year um, in the UK and Australia and here in New Zealand. Just um, ama- some amazing and wonderful healings. And uh, Greta's just going to share a few of these testimonies. And can I encourage you, um, as the testimonies are shared, don't wait till we've finished to believe God for your healing. As you hear the things, believe them right there and then. And I believe numbers of you can receive a healing touch simply as you hear the testimonies. Particularly if you've got a, te- if you've got a need related to the testimony you've just heard, really believe the Lord right there and then. We've seen so many people healed as they just hear somebody testifying at what God has done for them. And so believe God for that. Amen. Yes, I was just going to say the same thing. And you know that the Bible says in Revelation that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And the reverse is true as well. A testimony of Jesus healing someone prophesies the reproduction of that healing or that miracle. So claim it and receive it for yourself as as I share. Um, when we were recently in Australia, there was an elderly man who'd, who'd suffered a, a mini stroke three years earlier, and it left his his left side weak, and he couldn't walk normally, and he certainly couldn't run. And after prayer, this man he just felt his strength return, and it was a huge auditorium, and he was running around um, the auditorium like a, like a seasoned athlete. We had another lady, she'd suffered back pain for 20 years and this horrible shoulder pain for 10 years. And the Lord completely and instantly healed her. There was a pastor who was healed of carpal tunnel syndrome in her left wrist as well as lumbar disc pain. She'd already had an operation on her right wrist for the carpal tunnel and so she was absolutely thrilled that she didn't need one on her left because God did a miracle. 
there was another lady who had autoimmune disease, and it, it caused many different problems in her body, but one especially was this horrible, severe pain in one foot, so that she, for the last four years, she'd had to walk with the crutch permanently all the time. She couldn't put any weight on this foot. And she just, as as she was prayed for, she felt God's power shake her whole body, and she was set free from oppression. And then she discovered that all the pain in her foot was gone. And from that moment on, the rest of the weekend, and we've heard beyond that, she's been able to walk completely pain-free, and she's gotten rid of the crutch. Isn't that wonderful? And in, in, the, in that same meeting as this lady, we had um, a young sportsman, and he'd recently tore the meniscus in one of his knees. And when he, you know, when he tried to jump, he just got obviously severe pain in the knee. Um, that was quite crippling. And we, we released healing generally over the people. And so he jumped in faith, and he, and he felt absolutely no pain. And he came to the front of the, the auditorium, and he was, he was jumping like a kangaroo to show us and prove that God had, had absolutely healed him. And then in another church, uh, there were some people with hearing loss, and, and the Lord healed all of them. And here are just two examples. There was a young man who had polyps in his left ear. So, you know, that really um, meant that he couldn't hear properly at all. And there was an older lady who had severe hearing loss uh, in the lower frequencies. And anybody speaking close by, she couldn't hear what they were saying. And God just did miracles of ears, you know. Deaf ears will open, and the Lord did this, and she could hear perfectly after prayer all the conversations happening nearby her. And here's a final one. Uh, We we were down in Nelson, and um, the pastor had suffered a serious heart attack early that year, and this was due to two of his arteries being blocked more than 90%. You know, it was... He was very fortunate to actually be alive. Um, He'd had an op, they'd put stents in, but in several weeks before our visit, he was was again getting severe chest pain, both in the front and in the back of his chest, and he was feeling abnormally tired. And um, even earlier that week, a few days before we came, he was back in the A&E. He was, he was so ill and in such pain and laid hands on him. And instantly, God completely touched him. He took all the pain, went, and he reported the next day he was feeling fantastic. He was full of his normal energy, and he was absolutely thrilled, you know, at what the Lord had done for him. And you know, it's just simply believing in Jesus, having faith in God. You know, Jesus said that in Mark eleven twenty two to 24, have faith in God. You know, I tell you, if, if you say to this mountain, if it's a mountain of accident, injury, disease, whatever it is, if you say to it, go throw yourself in the sea and, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe, just simply believe that what you say will happen. It will be done for you. So whatever, whatever, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you've received it and it will be yours.
Just one more testimony. This happened in um, the UK. We've been, my first wife, Jane, had multiple sclerosis and passed away really from that disease. And uh, so ever since, we've been asking God to heal neurological conditions. So things like MS, any other neurological condition, brain condition. And um, there was a lady that came to one of our schools of the supernatural in Birmingham. And uh, she had MS. She'd been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis back in January. Uh, It was rapid onset, so she was limping. She was in a lot of pain. Her speech was slurred. Her thinking, her cognitive abilities had slowed down. And she dragged herself to the Saturday morning of the seminar where we taught on healing. Then we just released people to pray. We don't know who prayed for her, but she got prayer. And as she was walking back to her seat, she suddenly noticed she wasn't limping. The next day when she woke up, she realized all the pain had gone. She was talking normally. She was thinking clearly. She'd been completely healed of MS. And, uh, and you know, when, when she was diagnosed, they had a medical insurance policy that would pay out if you contracted a serious illness. So later, after this prayer event, she's been healed. Her GP rings and says, look, I'm just processing this uh, claim. Uh, how are you doing? She said, I've been completely healed. I don't need to make a claim. He never believed her. He filled in the, the form. She went in. And got, she got a 15,000 pound payout. That's $30,000 and completely healed all because of the skepticism of the GP. I love that, don't you? Hallelujah. Come on, if you need a healing miracle this morning, you've got a neurological condition, a heart condition, you're in pain, any condition, why don't you quickly stand to your feet? All over the auditorium, just stand to your feet. Honey, come and join me. And what I want you to do is in a moment, we're going to also, we're going to pray over you, and we're going to impart healing. We're also going to get people to come and pray for you in just a moment. And, uh, but we're going to believe God for a healing miracle. And I'd like to lead you in a prayer, all right? And we're just going to clear some ground Sometimes there's little blockers to healing. We're going to get rid of some of those blockages right now. I want the folks sitting down. Praise God, you're in good health. I want you to be praying that those standing will get a healing touch from Jesus this morning. So we'll all cooperate together. But those standing, could you follow me in this prayer? Just say it after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to heal me today. And I ask forgiveness for any known sin in my life. I turn from it. I renounce over my life any involvement in the occult or Freemasonry by me or my ancestors. I also renounce any hereditary sickness in my family line. Let it be cut off me and my descendants in the name of Jesus. I also forgive Anyone I'm offended with, I want you to take 30 seconds. Just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is there anybody I need to forgive? And, you know, he will bring, maybe bring a person to mind, maybe more than one. And as he does, don't worry about your feelings. Just make a decision. I will forgive and name the person. Just do it silently in your heart. Just follow me in this prayer now. I choose to forgive these ones 
In the name of Jesus, amen. Why don't you just put your hand on the part of your body that needs healing. If, you, if it's all over your body, just put your hand on your heart right now. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come release healing. What you need to do is you need to cooperate in faith. So as Greta and I begin to declare things, uh, if there's part of your body that's in pain or you can't move part of your body freely, then as we declare things, as we release healing, we may not name your condition, but as we release healing, as an act of faith, just start bending your back if you couldn't. Just start raising your shoulders. Start doing something you couldn't do. Some conditions, you won't be able to do anything. Just by faith, receive healing. And, uh, and let's believe God together for that. So Holy Spirit, we just invite you right now to overshadow every person in this auditorium in the name of Jesus that needs healing. We take authority and break off you every spirit of infirmity and sickness and affliction and pain. We command those things right now to leave you in the name of Jesus. And we release the healing anointing of Jesus Christ all through this room. Uh, I take authority over anybody in pain right now, all the pain. Let it go now in Jesus' name. Just start feeling, prodding that part of your body or moving something. Somebody's being healed in a knee right now. Just raise your knee. Just just move your knee. The Lord heal that in the name of Jesus. I also feel somebody, um, there might be more than one who's had, um, uh, there's been an accident, you, you have had an injury, and I just feel that it's been traumatic, and I just break off um, the spirit of injury or accident that came in through the trauma. Be set free, and I command those that injury be healed now in Jesus' name. Lord, we just uh, just keep pressing into the Lord. We just this is not about hype; it's about the authority that there is in the name of Jesus. Now, don't be passive. Okay, press in for this in Jesus' name. The Lord just heal you and touch you right now in Jesus' precious name. Someone here, you have um, a, a, a disease. It's caused by damaged DNA. And I speak to that DNA in the authority of Jesus. I say, be made new. The Lord Jesus, in his compassion, heal you and fully restore your DNA that you will be well all the days of your life. Somebody, uh, the Lord is wanting to heal you in your wrists. Just start moving your wrists and you'll find that you've got freedom of movement and pain is going. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Uh, Holy Spirit, we just pray right now. Every, every lung condition, every condition of asthma or breathing problems, uh, breathlessness, in the name of Jesus, just touch uh, God, just touch. Somebody really suffers bad from allergies. It's not a matter of sneezing. Um, that's part of it. But you actually, you, you get very chesty. It's almost like your chest gets affected as well. And just put your hand on your chest. The Lord heal that allergic thing, that al- allergy in the name of Jesus. We break it off you right now that you could be free of that in the precious name of the Lord. Those with damaged internal organs, just put your hand on your in, that internal organ. I release creative miracles in Jesus' name. Receive your miracle. I command those organs be made new, be recreated, be fully restored in anatomy and function. Right now, in the name of Jesus, 
Holy Spirit, let your power touch every organ and make it new like you did that pastor's heart. Thank you, God. Okay, those that are standing for healing, just quickly raise your hand. Just quickly raise your hand if you're standing for healing. Okay, others sitting down, could you quickly go and find someone with their hand up? If you're a visitor, then you don't need to do this. But if you're part of this church, could you quickly go to somebody, ask them what their condition is, and minister to them? Could you do that quickly, please? Uh, and when someone's come to you, you can put your hand down. All right, but keep your hand up. We want to make sure that we get, um, there's a, still a number of people with their hands up. Young people, we want you involved in this. You can be used of God. If children can lay hands on the sick, which we're seeing, then you can as well. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus loves to use everybody and anybody. David's going to coach you through. Okay, once you've found out what the problem is, not only pray, Lord Jesus, please heal them, but command the healing. Say, in the name of Jesus, we command healing. We command the pain to go. Whatever the condition is, command it to go. Release healing in Jesus' name. And then get them to check themselves out and report back to you. Remember, guys, don't only pray, but command the healing. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Just thank you, Holy Spirit, for your healing touch. And then you begin to move some part of your body that you couldn't before. Begin to check yourself out, your sight, your hearing. Thank you, Jesus. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come right now. Power of the Holy Spirit, touch every life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Power of God is starting to move on people right here in this auditorium. Thank you, Lord. If there is no result, just minister again. If they are partially healed, like there's a bit of improvement, then just keep ministering until you see an increase of healing. Those sitting down, if you would be praying, please, praying for others to be healed, that would be so good. Just give you another minute or two. Just get them to report back to you how things are going, uh, what the condition is like, and then if, just take another 30 seconds if you need to to minister again. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you've got a family member that needs healing and they are not here, uh, then you're welcome to stand in for them and uh, believe God for their healing. In fact, we just pray for family members right now. We're just going to pray right now. 
people not in the meeting that need a healing touch. Uh, You stand in faith for them. Lord, touch the people not in the meeting today that need a healing touch. In Jesus' name, we send the word of healing. Your word says, I sent my word and it healed them. We send the word to them wherever they are. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to check yourself out and and, uh, see if there's been some change. Some of the conditions, like you've been in pain or you had restricted movement or eyesight or hearing, you're going to know immediately if there's been change. Or you take a deep breath, you find you're breathing better. Um, You can know that some of the conditions, you won't know that there's been change. So uh, we're going to have to just trust the Lord that over time you'll, you'll find that out. Uh, just how many that you, you, because you had a condition, you were in pain or there was restricted movement or something like that, um, you've found that there is now improvement in your condition. Just give me a wave. Just wave. Can you guys stand to your feet? Just stand to your feet. Okay. Okay. Look at the number of people standing to their feet. That is really cool. How many... Okay, don't sit down, don't sit down, keep standing, keep standing. How many, like that's like 70, 80% more improvement, you know, it's like, yeah, that's okay. Could you quickly come to the front, just quickly come, quickly come to the front. So, you know, you might be 30, 40, 50% improvement, let's keep believing God for you. Um, But I know time's really short, so I'm just trying to reduce it down. But if it's 70, 80, 90, 100%, uh, then we're going to want to find out what God's doing. So could you turn around and face the... People, uh, just come and stand here. That'd be great. All right, look at all these folk. That's cool. That's cool. All right, we're gonna. You gotta tell me in ten seconds. You gotta tell me in ten seconds what you what the problem was and how it is now. Okay, can you do that? All right, we'll start down here. Um, sore wrist, and it feels great. Sore wrist. Okay, so God has healed your wrist. Wonderful. That's good. You can sit down. Hands. Yep. Can bend them now without pain. Okay, what was the cause of that? Was that arthritic or something? Or? Yes, it's an hereditary. Hereditary arthritis. You couldn't close your hands. Well, I could, but they're painful. It was painful to close yeah. them. But you're doing it freely with no pain. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. Thank you. What happened to you? I fell off my bike and twisted my knee, and it's never been the same since. Yeah. And um, it's my right knee, and yeah. um, it just feels fine. Feels fine. God's healed his knee. That's wonderful. What happened to you? I got problems down on my legs down there, and it was really troubled me for a while. And uh, I walk in here. I was really limping and all that, and it, it's it's all good. All good. Praise God. That's good. Bless you. That's wonderful. What happened? Um, I've got a chronic pain condition called endometriosis, and so I'm often in a lot of pain, and it just yeah. It all went. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That's wonderful. Tina? I had a stiff neck and I couldn't do that. Okay. But you can now. Wonderful. That's great. Dennis? I had a neurological symptoms of um, pins and needles. um, And I believe that has gone. But more than that, I had um, a numbness and pins and needles in my spleen area. And it was virtually constant. And that's gone now. Praise God. Wonderful. Hallelujah. What happened to you? My my brother was dying. He spoke to me this yesterday because I believe yesterday 
And he, I, I prayed that God would at least do something amazing. So I said to God, have him give me a donation because I don't have enough food. And I believed he did. And didn't, I lost my so FPOS card uh, today, yesterday, so I couldn't go and check to see whether I had any money. But uh, that irrespective of the money, I believed it was God's heart telling me that he wanted to give to, to me, even if I was the only one believing for it. Because I wanted to give his forgiveness to God on his behalf. And he spoke to me on the phone. Did you he, get healed this morning? He was well. He was, your brother was well. He's healed. He's, He's healed. healed from cancer. He looked like death there weeks ago okay. when I last saw him. But I'm going to see him today. Well, take the healing power of and Jesus I to him. I have the healing power. Come on, let's me. pray over her hands. Amen. Father, as these hands are laid on her brother, Lord, something's changed. We just pray you release the healing anointing of Jesus through these hands to her brother, Lord. Yes. And may you get the glory and honor of it in Jesus' name. Yes. Yeah, bless you. Okay, what happened to you? My shoulder. Yep. I couldn't lift it up. Here I am. I'm lifting it. Amen. I'm able to. Yeah, that's wonderful. Praise God. Pam, what happened to you? Um, I had... Um, I'm increasing arthritis this year as a result of the severe allergies that I've had for a long time. And um, the pain is there's still some there, but it's almost all gone. I can move my fingers Praise much God. more freely. Wonderful. That's awesome. What happened? I was told on Thursday that um, the pain I had in my leg was caused by arthritis in the groin and the hip. And it's almost gone. Praise God. Oh, man, that's wonderful. Big pardon? I said, I don't want to be by okay, myself. No, no I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Not a crowd person. <laughs> um, I've been diagnosed with severe osteoporosis and um, osteoarthritis, and I had a lot of pain in most of my joints. Yes. My wrist wasn't healing, and it stopped me getting a job and right. lots of things, and I had 17% disability in my shoulders, so I couldn't do stuff with that. Yes. And I just couldn't move certain movements without pain, and I was busy moving my wrist, and there's no pain. Praise God. What about your shoulder? I didn't do much with that. I was concentrating. You're on concentrating the on the wrist. Let's pray for the shoulder, shall we? Thank you, Jesus. We just release healing to this shoulder and to your whole body. We cancel the diagnosis. Strengthen these bones, Lord. Stre heal these bones in the name of Jesus. We just release a healing anointings all over you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Cool. All right. And as others of you find out that you've been healed, make sure you tell somebody. Give thanks to Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. I want to finish by this. I know time's gone nearly. I want to just say this to you. Um, this is, morning's been a little different, but that's okay. You can handle that, right? You don't need a spoon-fed sermon every week, do you? Because you kind of need to see the... I like what Bill Johnson says. We need to get back to more show and tell. A lot of telling in the church. We need to do some showing. So what we've done is show that Jesus is our healer. He's, our, he's, he's real. Hallelujah. 
Uh, the Spirit of God is prophesying to our hearts. You don't need a sermon. You've heard a couple of powerful prophetic words. If you'd even take half of what those words saying, apply it to your life, you're going to have a great year in 2017. And we're going to share more tonight about what God wants to do in the coming year. But I want to close off by saying, maybe some of you have come to this meeting. You've never met this Jesus we've been singing about. We've been declaring He's the healer. He's the one that holds the future in His hands. He knows what's coming even before you know it. And I want to just close with a scripture. It's found in the Gospel of John. Powerful scripture. It says in John 1 verse 12, as many that receive Jesus who believe in him, he gives power to become children of God. You don't become a child of God by being religious. You become a child of God by receiving Jesus. He died on a cross for you that your sin could be forgiven. Every wrong thing you've done separates you from God. But Jesus died that your wrong things and mine could be forgiven and moved out of the way so that we could come into relationship with God. And I would love to pray for anyone this morning that needs to give their life to Jesus. Maybe you did that once, but you walk right away from God and you need to come back to Him. God's calling you back to Him at the end of 2016. You might be feeling far, far away from the Lord. And today the Lord's saying, come on, I want you to be my son, my daughter. I want you to draw near to me. Why don't we close our eyes right now? And if you need to give your life to Jesus or you need to come back to him today, then I'm just going to ask you as I scan the room to raise your hand and that will be an indication. You're saying, yeah, I need to give my life to Christ or I need to come back to him. I've been away from him and I'm returning today. If that's you, just quickly raise your hand and I'll spot it and then you can put it down. Is there someone like that? Just raise your hand right now. Hold it up high in the air and uh, I'll spot it and acknowledge it. Sometimes fear will stop you. And the Bible says, "If you, God bless you, sir. Thank you. You can put your hand down. Is there someone else? Just raise your hand right now. Don't let fear stop you. Jesus said, if you confess me before my Father, I'll confess you. Oh, sorry, if you confess me before people, I will confess you before my Father in heaven. Is there somebody you're going to overcome that fear? You know that you need to get right with God. Either give your life for the first time or you're coming back to Him because you've been far away. Just quickly as I scan the room. God bless you, love. Thank you. You can put your hand down. Is there someone else? As I scan the room one last time, just quickly throw your hand up in the air saying, yeah, thank you, uh, um, ma'am. I see your hand. You can put your hand down. God bless you. Is there anyone else going to join these three people? Just quickly raise your hand right now. God bless you down the back there as well. Thank you.